welcome back to the prefer not to say podcast mm-hmm. your hosts with the most yep. yes <laughs> with the most with the most yep yeah that's what with is. the most toast uh-huh cooked bread if nah. you didn't get the metaphor i was just talking about how delicious bread is the other day Really? Just yep. in general? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing prompted the conversation. You're just like, man, nope. you know what? You know what really slaps? Cooked bread. Honestly. <laughs> Could just eat a whole loaf. Yeah. Because bread's good. I don't think bread's never not been good. There's a reason people subsisted on it, you know? But anyways. <laughs> so today's episode, we are going to talk about the power that the people have. Mm-hmm. When you... uh. Yeah, come together in unity for a singular goal. And this was inspired by the release of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Mm-hmm. After Justice League, aptly named the you know for Joss Whedon's version of the movie, fans weren't happy, and we rallied together, and the hashtag release the Snyder Cut was born. Ah, uh, yes. It only took two whole years. Yeah, two two whole years. years of rallying together. Of demanding and basically screaming at people, you know, the shut up and take my fucking money thing. Yeah. And then HBO Max was happening and they decided they wanted to pursue it. They're like, all right, we'll take your money if you're just going to throw it at us. <laughs> now, we had seen a good example of this prior when the original Sonic the Hedgehog trailer dropped, everyone saw the design of Sonic and everyone was like, nah, fam. Not happening. Can't accept that. And bullied the studio into fixing it. How, how, do, how do you cyber bully a movie studio into fixing a movie? They knew what they did. I'm sure, I'm sure they, they were like, this is great. This is, this is new. People will like this. This will look amazing. And then they put, put the trailer out there and the entirety of the fan base, because the only people, who, only people who give a shit about the Sonic movie are people who you know give a shit about Sonic. Um, or obviously just people who just want to watch the films. But they saw it and they're like, this is an affront to nature. This is, this is an abomination. This is blasphemous. He had shorts on. <laughs> No, <laughs> I want to see that one internet kid uh, who who just screams about Sonic into his fucking webcam. I want to see his opinion on it. Like, <laughs> I'm sure he made a video, but I, I never got around to looking. Yeah, I remember when the redesign happened. Fortunately, it was early enough because it was pretty much only the trailer that was really done at that point. So they could go back and like, OK, guys, we'll just we'll redesign it and then good to go. And then they did it. And everybody, you know was happy about it. I actually saw the movie. I didn't mind it. Lesson learned. Listen to the fans. Yeah, that's it. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's, that's like a, it's, a, it's a very basic concept. It's one that I almost feel like is 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 like above description. Like it, it, you're making something and you're making a movie. What's what's the end point of making making a film? To make the fans happy. Well, I mean <laughs> It's, it's to make money. You know, oh, yeah, no, make nobody, money. <laughs> nobody makes a film to to not make money. You know, or, I mean, there's probably like plenty of smaller indie people who are like, this is for the art or this is to, for a message. But on a scale that large, nobody's putting that much money into a film just to make a film. They're doing it for a profit. And you, you're not making a profit unless people want to see it, you know. So I don't see how you could see something like that, see a reaction and not be like, we fucked all the way up. Need to go back to square one and get it perfect, you know. I mean, what we've seen through history, especially with video game movies, 
they always get it wrong mm-hmm. for no reason other than they're just time. being dumb. My favorite example is Street Fighter movie. Oh, uh, wait, which one? <laughs> which one? The, the one? live action one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the one that was basically an hour and a half trailer for what should have been an entire series spanning like five years. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn it. That movie's so bad. There's an article with the writer and director of that movie on how that happened. Mm-hmm. So when it came time for the meeting to, okay, how are we going to do this? They basically wanted him to put every character in the movie. And he said, I think the question was, who here can name the seven dwarves? I personally can't because I just, you know, don't remember all those names like that. But he basically said seven is a good number of characters for people to follow. So he had come up with a seven. And while he was writing it, he kept getting phone calls. Hey, can you put this character in? And he kept getting them and he did the math. He's like, all right, if I put all these characters in, everybody gets like this many minutes of screen time. He's like, all right, I guess we're doing it. Mm -hmm. And then he puts the movie together and it is just, it makes no sense. There's so much happening and there's so many characters who literally get like two minutes of screen time. So I think that's, I think that was, that's a problem too. You know, he, he was on the right, right track, you know, pick seven people, make the film about them. But you could have had all these other extra characters in there. Just fuck them. They don't get voice lines. You know, <laughs> they don't get screen time. They're they're there to fill it out in a way that you know fans of the series or fans of the fans of Street Fighter can be like, oh, they put in their work to uh, to to put in all this depth to it. You know, like I, I see Dalsum in the background, but Dalsum's not relevant to what's going on right now. You know, or I see like. Oh, fuck, I, I don't even remember a lot of the characters. Like the whole Blanca thing, we didn't need that in that movie, but Blanca could have been there. I think the problem was like the setting and the story and the whole thing was like, it didn't make sense for everybody to be here. Like I could understand, you know, Ken and Ryu, you can fit them in a story perfectly. Cammy being there. Uh, what's his name? I'm trying to think of the... Which guy? Jean-Claude Van Damme. Who did he play? I oh, can remember he played Guile, I think. No, he didn't play Guile. It wasn't? No, uh, dude, I swear. Uh, whatever. He no, plays some military brat. Wait, is that Guile? Yeah, Guile's the military dude with the fucking crazy ass Johnny Bravo hair. Oh, I'm looking this up real quick. I'm trying, to, <laughs> I'm trying to remember because it's like, see, there is so much happening. I don't even know like what's going on. I, I swear he played Guile. You could be right. No, yep, he did play Guile. Yeah. For some reason, I didn't think <laughs> that's who he's, he was playing. He's he's the he's the only ah uh, yes fucking army dude that's in that and in, in like you know it's funny they the rest are all like he crazy was supposed to be like the American shit. hero type like yeah. a GI Joe but Jean Claude Van Damme played him. Mm-hmm. Why do we do that? It's supposed know. to be the all American hero played by a non American. Got a great performance out of Raul Julia though as M Bison. Yeah. That was great. Uh, I thought Chun Li when it was appropriate with her role but when he started throwing all these other characters it's like um this doesn't make sense the fact that also everybody being on that island (laughs) (laughs) this should have been a Tekken movie (laughs) they did a Tekken movie and it wasn't great well because they did it wrong like they should have done this they should have done this with the Tekken why didn't we bully them in the Tekken movie I I don't know (laughs) a Tekken wasn't big enough I guess it wasn't big enough for people to care which is funny because it's only like you're ranked as one of the best fighting games right, ever. Right. It also had the best story that you could adapt to a movie. I mean, with the island thing, that would have been an explanation. You know, it's like, why is everybody on this ah. island? And why is everybody like throwing ha- hands instead of bringing like weapons and shit? It's like, well, 
fucking King of Iron Fist tournament. That's what they're there for. That's just right there. You have an explanation. Everybody from all over the world, all these zany ass characters, you know? Yeah. Yeah. With Tekken, it was just, it was just a generic movie and they're just, there weren't enough of the characters that I would have wanted to see. And it wasn't even really like the tournament didn't play out like the tournament should have. Then again, that should have been a series. If we're doing, if we're doing things based on fighting games, it just needs to be a series. Can we just decide that? (laughs) There's a reason there's like 13 of every fighting game. That's how I feel about it. But, you know, nobody spoke up. Nobody was like, this ain't right. This isn't good enough. People weren't aware that they could, but now they are. Yeah, I mean, we're seeing all sorts of... <laughs> I think the power that people have, It's we just need to steer it in the right direction for other things. All right, we cyber bullied a studio. Now we need to cyber bully... Uh, the government. Yeah, the government. I was... <laughs> I was going to say your local governing body. We're going to start small, but fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> the ominous they. We will, we will start there. Go the big elite. or go home. <laughs> oh, man. It's it's kind of like, it's kind of like how, uh, you know, customers unknowingly cyber bully, you know, whoever they're buying products from, you know, like, like Amazon or, or like any like, uh, games as a service titles. Every time you're like, Oh, I'm going to cancel my, what or like streaming platforms. Like I'm going to cancel my subscription. I'm going to do that. This, that, and the other thing, or I'm just going to fucking stop. I just don't want to pay for it anymore. They always come at you with the, Oh, well how about three months free, <laughs> you know, or yeah. how about, how about you, you, we give you a gift card for this amount on us. You know, it's like, as soon as you're like, no, we're not giving you money anymore. It's like, well, we want you to. So we're going to start bending over for it. You know, I think my favorite is when people, uh, try to strong earn somebody it doesn't work because it works against them i met somebody once who worked for charter in their retention department and somebody was calling and complaining that someone had ordered an adult film on their (laughs) cable subscription and that he didn't do it and he was basically said well sir it looks like someone watched it all the way through well, if it wasn't with you, do you have a, a wife or a girlfriend? Maybe I can talk to her and see if maybe it was her. And then mm. he, he hung up. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's so good. I, don't know, I think GameStonk is a perfect example of the, the power that people have. And, and power that was fully legal and by the rules. And the powers that be weren't trying to have it. I still, I, it's just so poetic that it was GameStop of all things. The whole model, po- power to the players. And then, <laughs> then that's exactly what happened. GameStop's going under. No thanks. Not happening. 20, 2020 could claim a lot, but it was not claiming GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, GameStop came out on top. <laughs> yeah, I think with the release of Zack Snyder's Justice, though, it's like, We've set a standard. You know, studios have to start being more careful about what they do. Or the fact that we're getting another Suicide Squad. Yeah. Like, Which, that, that's basically supposed to be a remake. Mm-hmm. I'm, so, I'm so excited for that. I, I, I Except can't. we got James Gunn this time. He's going to do it right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. I don't think he's made a bad film. Or at least I haven't seen any of his bad films. He's got some pretty out there stuff. Have you seen his films prior to Guardians? Nope. That's what oh, I'm saying. They're wild. <laughs> I don't know shit about James. They're Gunn. wild. Well, if I did, I'm, I'm, I may not know. You know, did you see the movie Super? Huh? Super? Uh, it's got Super. Rain Wilson. Yeah. You seen that? Uh huh. That's him. Oh, okay. 
Well, it was a good movie. Yeah. Very different from Guardians, <laughs> though, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that movie's bonkers. Yeah, he kind of has this, he kind of has his foot in both words of like really bizarre out there, like really edgy movies, and then his Hollywood stuff. Like he wrote both Scooby Doo movies. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> he also wrote the remake of Dawn of the Dead that Zack Snyder directed. Damn, I didn't know any of that. Yeah, but oh, yeah, dude, he's got is, he's got quite a career. The, this is what happens when I objectively do not want to know the the people behind films because I don't want to develop a bias. But knowing his work's good, <laughs> it's like, oh wait, he did all this stuff. After I see it, then I can <laughs> it. You know, yeah. I just wonder if you know studios are going to start actually taking things seriously because it seems like this always happens all the time. They act like they don't know what happened. Or they just don't approach the right projects. Like a good example, I think the Warcraft movie, in theory, is a good idea, but there's only so many nerds that could make that profit. Yeah, <laughs> you got to imagine. I mean, when 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 World of Warcraft was at its peak, and they had like that was like fourteen, fifteen million active subscribers. That's that's uh. What was, what was it? it's like hundreds of millions of dollars every single month and so like the, the funding was there if they had released it then you know because that's when the hype started and that's when i first started reading articles about yo blizzard's working on a movie it was around that era you know so that would have made sense if it dropped right there boom great they've been up there with like i don't know i don't want to say avatar because they keep re-releasing that every fucking five minutes but <laughs> right? it's it's the number one movie again because they released it they re-released it in china of all places but like it have been up there definitely would have been like top 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 30 top 40 maybe <clears throat> like highest grossing but then it just it took just, years yeah. and then they were like oh we're doing it now and it's <laughs> no what it was is they tried to they tried to render the whole film with using two graphics cards. That's why it took so long. <laughs> you know the problem is I think the problem is they should have done it around or before South Park made fun of it. Mm-hmm. When South Park makes fun of things, the novelty wears off. You know, there's going to be a slight decline. It's like you know, obviously the game is still successful to an extent, but not not massively to the point where you know a movie is going to do billions of dollars. It's not a ridiculous cash cow anymore. Which is a shame. You know, I mean, it's just it's just kind of shows that uh they, they did pick up on this. They did realize that that you know it fell off after a period, you know, and people were like, I don't really want to fuck with this anymore. That's why they brought back Wild WoW Classic, and that's why they're bringing back the Burning Crusade Classic. They're getting right back to Wrath of the Lich King, which would be the next expansion when they were at their fucking peak. They're, they're just going back. <laughs> it's so funny. You know, it's. Very interesting because that's an example of overestimation of the public. They thought, oh, people will eat this up. No. Or it's like Blade Runner 2049. Mm -hmm. The marketing campaign was done very wrong. They were trying to hype up way too much on the fact that it was a sequel to Blade Runner when most of the population doesn't care about it. Middle-aged white dudes care about that. The public doesn't. I mean... I thought it was great. I was like, oh, awesome. New Blade Runner movie, finally. Yeah, I mean, having s- seen the original Blade Runner, I, I like. I had forgotten Blade Runner existed, right? Because, <laughs> and then I heard about Blade Runner 2049, and I was like, wait a minute, that movie? No way. There, this is bullshit. This can't be true. And then you see the movie, and it ends up being one of the best movies ever. Like, they, I saw that and was just like, 
this is art. <laughs> I had to question it for a minute. I was like, Blade Runner 2049, is everybody alive to make that movie? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that Harrison Ford was still breathing at the time. <laughs> and of course, they got the perfect person to play the lead this time, Ryan Gosling. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. Yep. (laughs) Once again. As always, I think we're at the point where we know what kind of power we have. We're seeing it all over. It's got to organize it and direct it in certain areas. I mean, people are attempting that. We got to we got to focus the spirit bomb that we've been charging for the past. I don't know, ever. We need a real life equivalent to Goku. Yeah. To save just to save everybody with with the literal spirit bomb or an equivalent of it. Can we get an economic Spirit bomb, <laughs> <laughs> economic spirit bomb. How, uh, they put all their money into one person so that they can combat the, 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 the super rich. Yeah, the titans of the, of industry. That would be amazing. I've always thought about how they how that term exists. You know, titans of titans of industry or whatever, referring to like the the super wealthiest in each you know sector, and and. I just think about the uh, the connotations to it because it's like, well, the ti- all the Titans were killed by the Greek gods, you know. So like, who are they? I need to find yeah. these people. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to know who the Titans of industry are. I need to find out who the the fucking new gods of industry are, or or, or the Titans, the gods it's, themselves, it's and they Stan just don't Price, want to reveal Price, it. Zeus <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> It's like we just need the we need the <laughs> Avengers of people who understand how it should be. Dan Price. Andrew Yang. If Dan Price isn't Captain America, we did it wrong. <laughs> it's like we need a Captain America, but we also need a Batman. But we need we need gritty Soviet Batman from Red Sun. <laughs> 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 no, we Soviet have it. We have it. Batman. No, the, the Batman is in Reddit somewhere. Yeah. The the Batman figured out how to use Reddit as a infinite source of information everyone puts bullshit on on reddit everyone puts their like their thoughts and whatever because they're like oh i'm anonymous you're not really <laughs> i love when the sec was reading through wall street bets like hold on what's going on here it's like look yeah and they tried to make it seem like it was a game no the market's based on speculation right that's just what they did yeah they everyone wrote it off as a joke no this took planning we unfortunately missed out on it. that's okay Maybe, maybe, maybe something else will come around. Throwing on that, yeah. I'm, I mean, people are trying to band together. The heavy suppression of workers trying to unionize is real right now. Oh, the the what was it? Um, I forget what state it's in, but Amazon's issue with uh with the the workers unionizing is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that, and I think there was something recently where Elon Musk was forced to delete an old tweet that was anti-union. Oh, interesting. So yeah, anyways, uh, unionize your workplace. Promise you it's good. Just don't put corrupt people in charge of it. Yeah, because just because it's union doesn't mean it's great. Right. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a great tool for, you know, 
uh, I hate to say it this way, but I feel like it needs to be said this way to force your employer to treat you like a human being. Um, you just can't have people at the top getting a bloated ego and being like, Oh, this is just a cash cow for me. All these union dues that I'm collecting. That's where it becomes a problem. Yeah. Dan Price is always posting on, uh, there, there's several posts he made where people are, are talking about how, uh, oh, let, let the companies decide. Yeah. If the companies were able to decide we, nothing would be good. We'd still have child labor. We'd still be working six to seven days a week. We'd still have this. We'd still have that. 16 hour work days would be normal. <clears throat> no, thanks. I want the six hour work day. Past yeah. six hours, I'm useless. Unless uh, it's doing like creative stuff. Mm-hmm. I can go all day, but in a work setting, nah. I always have that feeling too. You know, you walk into work uh, for the first four hours, I've got infinite energy. I can do fucking anything. The last four, I'm like, man, I can't wait to leave. <laughs> That's why you just get rid of breaks. Get rid of breaks. There's no reason. Get rid of breaks or roll them into. Because uh, like your workplace, you have unpaid breaks, right? Or we like do, but I don't take or them. whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> I have an unpaid is, lunch, but there, there's paid breaks, but an unpaid lunch. Yeah. More, more workplaces need to do the whole all of its paid thing. You're only there for eight hours. That's effectively a, a smaller work day. When I worked at the hospital. It was eight hours, including the lunch, but we didn't get paid for the lunch. So I was only there for, I only got paid for seven and a half hours. That's, that's weak. I yeah, feel but like I was getting gypped out of them. They like, provided food though. So yeah. Okay. So there, there it is. There's the compensation. I take that back. They, they paid us for lunch. Like we got like money loaded onto our badges to buy whatever we wanted. So I, it, there, there was a slight perk. So it was like, yeah, we got this amount loaded onto our card and it's like, oh, okay. You know what? That's. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, thirty minutes. They're where you'd make like seven dollars in the thirty minutes, but they're like here's fifteen bucks for. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, it was only like seven bucks on the card. Ah, so it was literally <laughs> like the exact amount. So you were just getting a paid lunch. <laughs> I got paid more than seven, but yeah, there was a that was like the one good thing about the hospital, and the fact it was only like eight hours. But yeah, being eight and a half hours. But yeah, two two breaks and a lunch. It's that ruins productivity. I've done it once and I will never do it again. Can't stand it. Or like places that do hour lunges? Too, it's, too, it's too much time. Like the, the novelty literally wears off after the first day. I'm like, man, this is kind of cool. The second day is like, fuck, what do I do? <laughs> like, it doesn't take me an hour to eat food. The fuck? I don't need an hour to recover. It's not like the work is like stre- super strenuous, you know? I'm not out here throwing boulders around all day. I don't need to recover for an hour. Yeah, so the six hours, you know, because if you were to take away, let's say you get the two, let's say you get all three of those breaks. That's about what an hour's worth of time. Just take those out. Just take them out. Lower every six hours. Just raise the pay to compensate. <laughs> Things will be more productive. It's kind of wild. Everybody wants to. Companies always want to know what they can do to improve people's experience, except not do the things that will actually do that. And no matter how you explain it, it always comes down to. Just pay more, you know, because if you're working less hours, you still want the same amount of money, you know, so you have they have to pay more per hour. Dan Price says all the time their their revenue increased and their productivity got better when he paid more. Literally everybody that's followed the method has shown increases in profit. But, you know, I guess we just have to get that information out to everybody. You know, I, I tell my work, my coworkers, you know, I'm like, hey, have you heard about Dan Price? <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let me tell you about my homie, Dan. Honestly, I feel like I was like, hold on, let me, let me put you on real quick. <laughs> <laughs> let me convert you to socialism. <laughs> 
that's the way uh, people would see it. But every opportunity I get, some, somebody's like, man, this sucks. I feel like I'm not getting compensated fairly. Oh, word? I'll tell you about the, the Dan man, Mr. Price. And then, then, then you start explaining numbers to them. And they're like, well, why isn't this a problem? Because you weren't aware. Or like, why, wh- they always end up asking, like, well, why is it the way it is? Why don't people change things? Like, you didn't know five minutes ago. That's everybody, you know? Also, it's the people brainwashed into thinking the system supports them. Or it's the complacent people who are just, no, oh, just be happy you have a job. Just be grateful. It's like how people are pointing out that when everybody wants to, you know, spat off all the, you know, how low the unemployment rate is, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean anything if people aren't getting paid enough. Honestly. Oh, look, unemployment's 3%. Okay, <laughs> uh, who's, who's still getting evicted? Unemployment has reached an all-time low of zero. Well, yeah, no shit. It, the options became get paid $4 an hour or die. <laughs> you know, the, the big corporations need people to struggle because no one ever leaves. That's why, people, that's why they're willing to keep the bad employees. Whether they want to admit it or not, it's because they never leave. Yeah. It's just a re- I never understood the, the need for the, the gap. You know, like I understand that they they're, they're they're greedy. They just want more. They're like fighting over each other over the resources the world has. But we have a finite amount of resources. I don't understand why they need to uh, have so much more. You know, at some point, at what point do you look at it and you just say, "I I have won. I have completed life. I have succeeded in a way that no one else will ever succeed. I don't need all of this extra that I'm going to continue to make. Y'all can have it." It's like someone said, we should we should cut everything off at one billion. Once you hit that, you get it says you win the economy, and then everything else past that is just put somewhere else. It's like a, it's like a token that you get. You, you win the economy. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I was talking to somebody. We were, we were we were talking about like what a real benefit is because everyone's like get a job with benefits which don't actually exist anymore contrary to popular belief. Also, if you have to pay any part of your insurance, it's not a benefit; it's still a liability because you're paying into it. But they were saying how they worked at a place that had profit sharing, and if you have that kind of system, it motivates all the workers to do their job well. If the profit sharing is large enough, I'll say that. Because like, I've worked at more than one place that had some sort of profit sharing, but it's not it's not a, a big enough chunk for people to like be motivated. You know, like, when, when you say, oh, man, we only have like 10 percent profit sharing or whatever, some shit like that. Um, it's 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 10 percent in what regard, 10 percent of profits or 10 percent of what I'm paid, you know, and then if it's a, of what you're paid, it's like 10 percent of uh, th- of like twenty six thousand dollar salaries two grand that ain't shit wait you had it <laughs> it's not really profit sharing if it's if, if they're basing it on your pay that's what i'm saying oh, i'm talking about places who do like an actual a legitimate profit sharing that's yeah that's, that's that's what that's what i'm trying to say is is to to clear cut the the definition between the two you know that's why that's why i said 10 percent of profits or a oh 10% I've, ne- I've never heard i've never heard anybody who's had profit sharing have it based on anything but like the company profits that's what i'm saying is that all these companies that pe- all these all these people all these places where the entry level workers receive some sort of bonus every single time it's been referred to as profit sharing when it's not. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Re- oh, I didn't realize yeah. that. I'm talking about like an actual profit sharing where it's you literally get a per- a piece of the profits. 
I have not seen the forget bonuses. Forget bonuses. Skip bonuses. You give wages. Bonuses are just withheld wages. Yeah, just like overtime. I was reading an article on them explaining, basically calling out why companies do that. It's because it's malleable. They can decide whether or not they want to give a bonus. They can decide whether or not they want to do overtime. They can't really take it back if they give you a raise. But, you know, it seems like even if the people try to say, hey, we all want this, the company's still like, no. (laughs) What can we do to make your lives better? Pay more. Not like that. (laughs) Pay more. How about a pizza party? (laughs) Yes, how about a pizza party? I wonder who's the. I wonder who's the first company to throw a pizza party. Whoever they, are, whoever they were, I hope they're burning in hell. <laughs> Fucking pizza party, what type of crack smoking shit is that? <laughs> we'll just give them food, get their own fucking food, just give them money for it. So when I was, <laughs> when I when I was when I was delivering appliances, anytime uh, somebody asked me like if, I, if if they wanted me to do something extra in regards to work. Or if they wanted to show like their appreciation or whatever, this became like a thing. Like they would like give products or something to, to everybody on 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 the staff or whatever. They they they'd give whatever bullshit that they wanted to. But literally every single time that they came to me, I would ask them how much did that cost. I would just ask them straight to their faces, like, "Oh, we're handing out these to everybody to show their show our appreciation." I'm like, "How much did that cost?" For for that to go from raw material to right here in my hand, and be like, well, probably like a dollar. I'm like, then give me the fucking dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't did you see you had a workplace once give you a card? Uh, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. He gave me a card, and I was like, the uh, I was like, well, I I, I I honestly, when shit like that happens, I want to sit down and actually break down the fucking math and be like, well, the materials cost this much. Uh, this uh, it. it to to get the the stuff you need, you know, like so the material for the pen, you know, the material for the card, and then uh, your your salary and how much of your time was spent writing this bullshit, and I'm like that could have just been paid to me, and I'd have been thousands of times happier. Like it, somebody could walk up and be like, "Here's fifty cents." The company showing appreciation for whatever the fuck. I'd be like, "All right, cool." It's money. I mean, I'm not going to be like, oh, it's the greatest thing ever. It's 50 cents. But it's the only thing that this relationship functions on. So I'm not here because I like this place. I'm here because you pay me money. Give me more. And I'm like, that's adequate compensation. Or an adequate form of compensation. I think people just need to start turning it down. Yeah. Just be like, no, thanks. You know, well, you know what I did with that card, right? I, I looked in it to see if there was anything inside of it. I was like, was like, like maybe, there's, maybe there's a gift card. Maybe there's like a gift card or something in here. No? Trash. <laughs> Not even a gift card. You start turning on the pizza party. Be like, uh, no, send this shit back. Mm-hmm. Oh, we put effort into making sure that we'd let you know that we appreciate you. Well, I'm going to make you spend money like recycling this. <laughs> It doesn't help that there's too many people who appreciate things like that, though. Oh, this is so heartfelt. It's somebody who is in charge of the person who did that told them to do that. It, it didn't come from anybody's fucking heart. Nobody was genuinely just like, oh, I wanted to I want to show my appreciation for my workforce. No, their boss said, do this. That's why. Yeah. Or the people who are, you know, overjoyed, they get, you know. <laughs> 10 cent raise mm, shit's ridiculous I got a fucking like 40 cent raise and I was just like 
where's the rest? <laughs> is, this, like, is this gonna be an installments over the next however many months yeah it's like because you know and i know that i'm worth way more than this this goes back to a previous episode know your worth i think the worst part is like i have a personal policy i don't i don't even bring up raises that's not my job a work a workplace should establish some sort of pay scale that is regimented you know, people was like, oh, you never know if you don't ask. I you did get once, terminated for asking. I did once and I was told reasons why I shouldn't. And then I was also told that this person said they claimed every time they give a person a raise, that person seems to quit. So you'd rather have me quit over not getting more money than to give me more money when I'm clearly saying I will stay. I, how, do, how do they not see the fucking clear logic there? Every time I give somebody a raise, they quit. It's because you're not giving them a big enough one. What the fuck? I also just question their reasons for leaving because clearly the money wasn't enough to stay. Uh, well, or it was just wasn't enough money. You know, like if I, if, if I got like a really shitty raise and I'm like, so that's what it's going to be like from here on out. I'm just going to go look for somewhere else that's going to either have a higher base pay or is going to give better raises. You know, like if, if the money's the reason you're there, then there's literally no reason to stay when you can find more somewhere else. It's like, yeah, exactly. That that's something I always think about, you know, especially or places that like give raises just to keep people. It's like that's a really bad tactic. It's like, oh, you're thinking about leaving? Well, well what can we do for you? It's like, no, I'm just going to go to the, this think, other place that pays more. I think at its core. It is a good tactic, but they don't use it properly. You know, money's the only reason anybody has a job. Nobody wants to work for fucking free, right? So the, the giving them raises because they want to keep them makes sense if they're being proactive about it. You know, it's not you're not waiting until somebody's like, I'm going to leave to give them a raise. You're like, hmm, I want to make sure my employees don't even think about leaving here. Have a raise. You know, yeah, just- it's, it's, it's always when they decide to quit. Right. My issue with it is there's no assessment of everyone else's pay scale. It's literally just the individual that gets the raise. Mm. And okay. it's and it becomes a game. It's like, oh, you're paying this person to stay. But the person who's still here, you're not changing their pay. OK, that's where the issue is that. Right. Yeah, that's another issue that comes up. Yeah, see, I was thinking about the collective, you know, where it's like, oh, I don't want any of my employees to leave. I'll give them all. No, this is the this this is the this one person that we desperately need wants to leave here. Here's more money that we claimed we couldn't pay you before, but we magically have it now. How do we get here (laughs) as society? How did we get here? (laughs) (laughs) Trickle down economics. That's what happened. Everyone thought it was a good idea. Really wasn't. This will this will it's it was a collective of fucking charismatic swindlers. That's all any economy really comes down to. Somebody was like, hey, you know, I'm gonna give you this, but you have to give me two of those. And that's where it fucking started. That's where it started. I want I want two chickens for this one pig. And started with some some archaic fucking barter system, and then somebody took advantage of it. It's taking advantage of somebody's uh uh, I'll, say, I'll say lack of knowledge. You know, they didn't know the true value of the thing that they were trading away. People There's just, also the just fucking swindled whole fear aspect. We could never do a mass country protest or strike like they do in other countries because 
can you really afford to lose your insurance? Everybody's afraid. I mean, if we'd have to, you have to clearly define it on a large enough scale. You have to be like everybody who makes less than this or everybody who's not these people, you're our collective. And then everybody would just have to be like, until our needs are met, fuck those people. And when people are like, oh man, well, I'm not going to have money. Well, these billionaires aren't out here, you know, tilling the fucking land and pulling all these crops out of the ground. Go to your fucking neighbor who's a farmer and start working with them to fucking to have food. Yeah. You know, and, and just the power dynamic in general. I found out something really wild the other day that I had no idea existed. So I listen to this podcast called Our Bella Life, and it's this couple who do adult content. And they were talking about how, and I didn't know this. Did you know that when you take out loans, do you know that banks have a morality clause? I've never heard of a morality clause. Yes. If they find out that you do something that is not aligned with the morals of the lender, they can call your loan. Hence why anybody an adult warns you, be very careful on who finds out. Because they were saying they've had stories of friends who banks found out people lost their homes because they didn't agree with their line of work. Oh. Yeah, I, did, I didn't realize that was a thing. I was like, yo, so you could just decide. That's a legal thing. You can put a morality clause. We don't like what you do. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, that's all laws are. Is just Laws are arbitrary. It's just, it's, just, it's just somebody deciding, hey, this is what I want to be backed by this, this collection of fucking thugs that runs this country. That's really all it is. It's like my buddy here, he's in the government. He, he's, he's, he's got a bunch of fucking, uh, you know, precincts under his, you know. Uh, jurisdiction or whatever you, you want to call it, you know, and he he can just send his goons in to get you out of there. So we're going to, I'm just going to put some money in his pocket. And now that's a law. That's all it is. You know, I like the certain events that have been happening that show the power because they, the powers that be are realizing their days are numbered, but we just got to, Get that one push in, just, just the right amount of force. I think the entertainment sector is going to fucking explode exponentially over the next two years. I think it's going to be an attempt to to calm and sedate the masses. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's going to be like shit coming. Well, it's, out it's the one industry where endlessly. it's the one industry where the gatekeepers are disappearing. Every other industry, it's more and more the entertainment. It's People can do things on their own. It's literally you have to suppress them on a legal level at that point in order to suppress it. But other than that, we can do whatever we want. It's the internet. Well, I think we can call that the episode for today. You know where to find us. We are on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, on Instagram and Twitter at PNTS underscore podcast. You can find me individually at BTQ Paul and all the things. I also host a show called The K-Cut. I'm in the middle of watching every single Oscar nominee. I have 27 movies to go before the big night, which is really interesting. I haven't watched this many movies consecutively in a very <laughs> long time. Uh, buddy over here streams as Brodo Bird on Twitch. Not currently, but will be eventually. Soon. Soon it's just uh it's been months. This is killing yeah. me. Well, you 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 have the unfortunate 
Luck. It's luck. That's all I have <laughs> it's, to say. It's, 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 it's just luck. luck. It's just bad luck. With some bad luck right now. And then, yeah, one, <clears throat> once certain things transpire, we're definitely going to be kind of switching formats, trying to do more interviews, actually switch to being an interview-based show so we can talk to more people who align with our views and other creators and such. Because, you know, we did that a little bit during the first year, but we want to do more of it. Kind of shed light on things from other perspectives because there's a lot of interesting things happening in the world, in the world of content, and it's literally changing the way things work. Oh, and as always, by whatever merch we have available or whatever merch is designed by Lavish Media Designs. I think they have a drop coming soon. I don't remember which one it was. Oh, I think it's the Demon Slayer one. Probably. I think that's one's coming out soon. With Probably. The Demon Slayer film coming out. Is that not in the States yet? No, but that's what I'm saying. If, oh, if, maybe. if, if their that drop hasn't sense. come yet, they're, they're probably timing it with the film. Oh, that could be. Oh. If I had to guess. Maybe. That's the show, everybody. And as I always say, collaboration breeds community. Stay hustling and stay hydrated. Peace. Peace.